Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Hey, it's Connie here and I just wanted to put a little note at the top of this episode to say that we recorded this before the current pandemic. So there are some bits which might sound a little bit weird given what's going on. I hope you're all okay. Please stay safe, stay indoors and enjoy listening in the comfort of your own homes. Lots of love. Enjoy the podcast. So today's guest is a very inspirational lady. Um, She's a business owner, fellow foodie and now a new mummy. Alex, welcome to Growing Up Female, the podcast. Thank you so much, Connie. No, I need to thank you. Your baby's two weeks old. I can't believe it. I feel really bad dragging you here. Don't feel bad. I said that like delirious state. Yeah. Loving it and not knowing what day it is. And I was just so excited to do something that wasn't nappy focused. Yeah, I guess it's like a little bit of a break. Your lovely partner is in the other room. Yeah, exactly. So you're not too far away. No, exactly. And I couldn't resist. What an invite. So really kind of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, so um, I wanted to bring you on today because I, like I said, I'm such a foodie. And for me, the the thought of having my own restaurant and all of that sounds so glamorous, but I know how much hard work it is. Yeah. I think Social Pantry is nearly 10 years old yeah, now, Yeah, exactly, which is terrifying. And you've done amazing. Um, you've just yeah. opened Sones near me, Sones Kitchen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the little pantry in Warple Park that I walk around oh, yeah. every day with Macy, they do the best hot chocolate. Oh yeah, they do do good hot chocolate. <laughs> my nan and granddad yeah. actually ring my mum and say we're in Marple Park having hot chocolate. My mum can't resist; she runs to Marple Park and they oh, have a hot chocolate. Yeah, oh, we love amazing. it. We love it. Good. Um, so I just um wanted to talk about like so- social pantry. How did it start? What made you want to start this business? Just in case, like, there's going to be women listening um that you know love the idea of starting their own business whether it's in catering or not where do you start oh my goodness that's the scary thing yeah I was really really naughty when I was little and I um when I say little I was about 15 and I'd been expelled from school for the second time are you joking me no and I got home I grew up in um 
I grew up in the Middle East. And when I got home, my mum was like, well, you better start earning some money. And I was like, yeah, I think I need to. So I'd always... So you got expelled at school in the Middle East? So I was at school over here. And okay. I got sent home for Easter holidays. And they said, don't send her back. She's just so much trouble. Don't send her back. Um, so I kind of was like, shit. This is news to me. This is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'd always loved cooking, like with my granny and my mum mm. and like big families, like lots of good food and yeah, great memories amazing. of sitting around the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was always kind of just feeding a crowd. So not necessarily like really fancy food, but no. just good hearty food. Um, so loved cooking. And I thought, hey, do you know what? I'm going to start a sandwich business. So I printed some like clip art posters um, back in the day, clip art, yeah. and put them up in my dad's office. And I just sat by the phone and was meant to be revising for the GCSEs. And sit by the phone and they'd ring through some orders. So I'd make the sandwiches, then get on my bike and deliver them. And that's how it all kind of started. Oh, my God. And you um, weren't called Social Pantry then? No, I was called Heads and Quails. Um, my surname's Head. Um, <laughs> so it's such a r- rubbish name. <laughs> Luckily, we've rebranded. Um, uh, with, yeah, very tasty. So how old were you then? So 16? I was about 15, 16. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so little entrepreneur in there. A naughty one. Yeah, exactly. And I just sent some pocket money and then I thought, how hard can it be? But I, I know what you know. got expelled for. <laughs> oh, don't say many things. I think the final, the final thing was like stealing some chocolate mousse and like orchestrating like the biggest food fight but it was such a good food fight but I still remember it <laughs> and now. still food orientated yeah. keeping yeah. it on brand exactly. <laughs> so yeah. it started off as a sandwich business on your bike yeah and just made some pocket money and then I came um then I uh, got some A-levels and went to uni but I, I was always working so like would work mm. in local restaurants I was running this little business called Heads and Quails so when anyone wanted some help like cooking like you know lasagnas for their freezer I'd be like yeah not a problem um and it just kind of grew from there, really. So I, I hit London when I was about 21 um, and was opening restaurants for other for, for these two entrepreneurs. So I was kind of opening sites and running restaurants. And it was... How t- do you open a restaurant? Do you just become a restaurant manager? Yeah, so I was their kind of me- restaurant manager. Okay. So these guys would invest in a site and then I would, you know, bring together the team and work okay. with the chefs and create menus. And under their guide, you know, with their money and their funding, right. their ideas, I would kind of operate the restaurant. Right. So I did that till I was about 25. But I always had this little business on the side okay um and then one of the restaurants didn't work it was in Oxford Street and it just it closed after six months um mainly really because the council wanted to refurb the pavement it was a cool little pizza joint it was just oh. behind Oxford Circus and so it just shows how competitive it is yeah. really and how quickly a restaurant can not work yeah. so um it was at that time I was 25 and I thought oh, do you know what I've got this little business Heads and Quails which was earning you know it was kind of it wasn't enough to for me to kind of pay my rent with mm. but it was enough that I didn't want to you know, jack it all in and yeah. go and get another job. So I started waitressing. I was 25, went back to waitressing and um, just, graph. yeah, rebranded it as Social Pantry and started from there. Amazing. So yeah, it was about nine years ago. Um, so what was the next step then after then after the sandwiches and helping people with their... Yeah, so I was cooking just for my little flat in Battersea, which was great. Um, so it was just like a, it became a little catering company. Yeah, literally, a tiny little catering and, company. And so you're not actually a chef? No, so I... I you're just I, good I, at cooking? Yeah, I had learnt to cook. I've been to Ireland and done Ballymaloo cooking course, which was amazing. Okay. Did that, which was incredible. And just taught you all about like amazing ingredients and kind of, I suppose, the basics yeah, of cooking, sauces, menu planning, like timings. Okay. So stuff that but you... That ne- sounds like I'd love to do. Yeah, essentials that you needed to like be able to kind of cook well um 
And then, yes, yeah, so I was in my little flat and like I'd, I'd have these kind of dinner parties to cook for, for these kind of, you know, individual families or the odd like corporate press day. And I'd turn up at the local pub and be like, hi there, can you store this like big fish for me or this salmon or like, you know, pack of butter? And they'd be like, yeah, not a problem. Oh, so wow. I used to kind of like rent a bit of space in their fridge. So what was the biggest challenges at this at the beginning start point of? of- so at the, at the beginning, I just was like, oh, do you know what? If, if the product's good enough, people will use me again. Yeah. So, um, and I just needed to pay my rent. That yeah. was the main thing. I wanted to ditch the waitressing and just pay my rent. Mm. So I didn't really like most people when they start a business. I sit on these business panels and they, they'll they be like, I wrote a business plan. I got funding. And I'm like, no, you no, I needed, I needed to pay my rent. <laughs> I didn't want to become an escort. So I <laughs> um, started selling food. Um, so, yeah, we just it was just kind of all consuming. I'd like answer the phone and be like, no problem. I'll chat to the chef and see what menu you can come up with. And then I was a chef. Um, and then I'd be but like, you know, I love this because you're 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 um, you're just obviously a natural entrepreneur. Like yeah. no one told you to do that; it just came from somewhere, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a lot of drive if you've if if you've got to make ends meet, yeah. you've you've got to earn some money somehow. Yeah. Yes, waitressing was great, but I remember being 25 and I was like the oldest waitress there. They were all like actors and models, mm. and they were all like 19, 20. And I remember just being like, oh god, I, you know, I can do this, mm. but I don't want to do that forever. And I'd gone from running these restaurants to then waitressing. So I suppose going back to basics was a bit more of a driver. Yeah, and and I'm guessing as well, um, as much as you probably hated going back to that, you probably learnt so much. It's like yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. Re- market research. Almost. Yeah, exactly. And also, like if you do every job when you're starting your company, like you, it just stands you in such good stead. So yeah. it was totally all-consuming. I was literally like waitressing, cooking, answering the phone, sending the invoices. What's more exhausting, new mum or that? <laughs> Can I you re- compare it? Yeah. Oh God, I'm just as clueless going into both, to be honest. <laughs> just as naive. The naive yeah. ambition. When you think I've, I've got this, suddenly you're like, oh no, I don't. And, and when did you feel like, right, this is this is happening. This is you know. I think I won a contract actually. Um, Brentford Football Club phoned me and they were like, can you can you come and feed our football club? We've got 40 players a day for five days a week. And where did they find you? So they came, so this was what really set off Social Pantry and they phoned and a lady that I knew it was a contact of somebody that I mm, catered for said try okay. Alex Head because she might be free and this other lady turned it down and I said hey yeah of course I can mm. and they, I think they phoned on the Friday and I started on the Monday I did a couple of weeks they said can you do a few more weeks and then they said will you sign for the whole of the season so I said yeah great of course oh, wow. like not knowing you know really what I was entering into but you never I, say no do you yeah, when an meant, opportunity like that comes yeah, don't turn it down exactly so got a chef in and then managed to rent a little bit of kitchen space with that kind of income and then it just grew from there and you just supply them their food for the season. Yeah, is that the team exactly. or is that for the? It was for the players, nutritionists, the like, yeah, you know, the, the kit guys. Yeah, and then that started off five days a week, and after four years, I was feeding 120 a day, seven days a week. So it was then, you wow. know, a really lucrative contract. Yeah, um, and did that then allow you to then open your first? Exactly. Yeah. Where was your first? I so think f- I've been there. Yeah, first sight was Cafe and Battersea. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, for an yeah, event. yeah. So again, slightly unplanned, but uh, Rashid used to own this cafe and it was really skanky. And he'd be like, Alex, buy my cafe. I used to pop in there for a coffee. And I'd be like, no, Rashid, I don't want your shit cafe. <laughs> and over about six months, he kind of slightly wore me down. And I used to go, to, it was at the top of my road. And I used to go to the pub there. Me and my friend Kirsty walking back and Rashid was hovering outside. He's like, come in for a wine. I don't think he even drank. I think he just knew that if he plied me with enough wine. And then I woke up in the morning. I was like, I've bloody well agreed to that cafe, haven't I? And so the following Monday, I got the keys to it. 
and it was like shit so my dad came up and built the counter my siblings painted it we painted chairs and two weeks later we opened I didn't have a till didn't have anything but I thought if the food's good enough people will come and just before Christmas that was in 2013 and it's still going now and just before Christmas we refurbed with some budget oh we did it properly yeah which is really nice. I love that. This is amazing. I mean, yeah. I can't guarantee that listeners will have as much luck. As I'm joking. You've crafted really hard. But yeah. it's just like... Yeah, that's the thing. I think if you work hard at anything, like anything's achievable. Like I'm not a definitely... And you, you believed in your food. Yeah, and I'm definitely not the best cook. That's like something like, you know, people now kind of are like, oh, can you cook really well? And it's like, not that well at all. Like, But I think if you just work hard enough and kind of know what you're good at and get, you know, support from people that are really good at the bits that you're not mm. so good at, then you've definitely, you know... You, and I'm sure you cooked with love and passion because you're passionate about the business. Yeah, exactly. And I think that shows in cooking. Yeah, yeah. Um, like my mum's not a bad cook but you can tell the difference in our cooking even if we cook the same thing because I really cook with love and I enjoy while I'm cooking it my mum's like I've been cooking for 400 years now and I'm sick of it and it shows yeah yeah you have got to love it though like anything well I think if you used to start a business like you have to love it because it is gonna test you beyond all points Wow, this is amazing. So now where are we at at Social Pantry? So now um, it's totally terrifying. I always thought the bigger you got, the easier it gets, but it doesn't. So now I've got just under, oh no, no, near 90 employees full time um, and five sites over London. Um, 10% of my workforce ex-offenders, which is is something that I'm really proud of. Yeah, that is Um, proud of. And yeah, I think our kind of, I suppose our top, there was one week in the summer last year where we fed like One Direction, Hillary Clinton, David Attenborough and Rihanna went to one of my cafes. Oh my God. <laughs> I know on a Sunday they were like clearing down and this it, we just opened a little cafe in Peckham and um, Ferg was kind of like, oh no, we're, we're, we're closing. What can I get you? Kind of looked up and Rihanna was stood there. <laughs> he was just like, sure, sure. You we can, can have whatever you want. <laughs> Ferg was like, oh my God. All his wildest dreams came true. That is brilliant. Brilliant. So yeah, there's some high moments. So this sure. ex-offend thing, mm. I, I I saw you posted about that, and um, I just think that's so inspiring. That is so yeah. amazing, and it takes a big heart to do that because I know it's not easy. You, yeah, you know, there's a lot of people I think that have tried it and it's and haven't been oh able God, to succeed. Yeah, yeah it's really hard. Um, so what made you want to get into that? Is it because you were so naughty? Yeah, literally, exactly. <laughs> like I think always being told that you're so naughty, you're kind of endlessly battling this like um, reputation or like people always just think you're so naughty and you're kind of just like sometimes you can do so much good, but because you've been, you know, mm. I suppose you've got a reputation, people kind of assume it's you know you're always the naughty one. Um, so it's about four years ago that I took on my first sex offender Suhail and he left us in November to go off and work um he took a really exciting job opportunity um and since then I've employed about between 30 and 40 kind of fully paid some full-time some part-time um, and are they members. around all the um, all the sites? Oh, so they yeah, might have even said yeah, me. exactly. Yeah, so I'll go into prison and work with them in prison, or go in and visit them. So at the kiosk, um, Pitsanger Pantry in Walpole Park, where yeah. your granny gets hot chocolate, um, is um, Asim. So he was he spent he did a good year there for us actually, which oh, is wow. a real achievement. But I met him in prison in Wormwood Scrubs. Um, and he kind of was like, you won't offer me a job. And I was like, I bloody well will. You trust me on this one. If you come out, when you come out of prison, you come and see me and I'll give so you a job. What, so how does that process work? So you go into the prisons, you meet them. Yeah. So head go, hunt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so go in and meet them. So 
charities are a great way to get involved. So yeah. Key for Life or Switchback. Key for Life have been really fundamental with lots of my employees and kind of got me started. Now I work directly with the prisons. So they might phone me to say they've got somebody coming out that lives locally and needs a job. Um, or I will have met them through through a charity or through an agency. Um, and then we always offer them a role. Like I, I went into work in the Clink in Brixton um, about a year ago and a gentleman just came out from there recently in early December. He phoned me and was like, I really remember when you came in and cooked with us for a day. Have you got any vacancies? And I was like, of course, come on in. So he's doing three days a week. Oh, and great for him for like making that effort exactly. and wanting. Yeah. That shows it to you, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, like, yeah, real commitment. That they and, want it. And they overcome so many things. If they can make it to one of my sites or to our our big kind of unit, then I'll, I'll always offer them a role. Like mm. it's it's then it's theirs to then lose. Mm. Like, but it's, it, you know, for us, yeah, it's, it, for us, it's so easy to offer that opportunity mm. um, because they fight so hard to kind of be given an opportunity. It's amazing that you see it like that because not everyone will. I know mm. that like a lot of people find it hard to find good staff, especially in the yeah. catering business. Yeah. If you have a bad experience or a bad waitress or a bad oh, waiter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, you might not return back to that restaurant. So yes. you are putting a lot on the line. Oh my God, totally. And realise that actually when I opened Zone's Kitchens, I had a couple of ex-offenders front of house, some real characters and some that the public kind of could see or could understand that they potentially an ex and some that weren't and it does sometimes it works in your favor and sometimes it definitely doesn't yeah but so, you're willing to take that risk yeah which is amazing yeah i think so i mean some of them are they're so charismatic and mm. really funny and like quite they're usually characters aren't they <laughs> yeah literally um so i'm always i always say to someone like if you meet one of my ex-offenders you'd love them like you know you'd be really inspired to employ them as well yeah and hopefully we can make a difference that's amazing alex yeah hopefully so, a really good example so any ex-offenders listening uh, yes. <laughs> send yes. your vacancy <laughs> Your yeah. CVs too. Yeah, I did a talk at a school the other day and I was just like, yeah, if any of you end up in prison, their teacher was looking at me like, stop, like, don't encourage them to go to prison and then come out. And they were just all looking at me like... lady in. Yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. You basically (laughs) saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. I think until 10 years ago, I I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. So what were you talking about at school? <laughs> um, I was talking about my kind of how I had gone from being expelled to being oh, in this okay. position. Yeah. Amazing. That's, that's good for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. I actually so had no idea that this is, this is what I love about this podcast is that um, and it also highlights so much that you only see a snippet of someone's life on social. Well, obviously, I've been to restaurants and I, so I, and I knew of you, but and I go on your website, but when the guests come on here, I find out so much. Yeah. This is really exciting. Yeah, me. yeah, it's great. I love a naughty kid. Yeah, yeah so do I. I like, Macy's naughty. Is she? Mm, she is. <laughs> she's so cute. She's very naughty. I love she's it. The naughty. naughty ones are the best. And what's really funny is that she's really rough with Ricky and really gentle. Oh, really? Yeah. So in the morning, she grabs his nipples, pulls his hair, and then with me, she puts her oh head on me. So it's oh. like she knows that he's the play. He's the one that plays with her, and I'm the one yeah. that gives her her food, so she has to be kind. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. So, yeah, you might be hiring Macy in uh, <laughs> 18 years time or whatever. Sweet. So funny. So what's what's next for you, Alex? Oh, so this year, I think going to try and, um, yeah, kind of obviously a new mum at the moment, which is really exciting. Trying to get that balance of mm. kind of work life, but a bit of expansion um, with Social Pantry. So just growing the event side, okay. um, which is really exciting. Then we've got some quite cool kind of collaborations coming up um, and some quite cool opportunities, actually, events-wise. When you say collaborate, how do you collaborate? So we've got a um, couple of collaborations um, kind of product-wise, but also oh, cool. um, there's a couple of charities that we're collaborating with That's as well amazing. and hopefully towards the end of this year um, we might be opening some form of kind of training academy within Social Pantry which is really exciting. Is, and where can everyone find this information? On your website? Yeah, on our website yeah, we're, we're doing a little project with Bad Boys Bakery and Brixton Prison at the moment. Oh, nice. Yeah, you must come in. Yeah, come I in would and, love oh my to God, come yeah, in. Come in and cook with the guys. I would love that. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, there are knives involved. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. my God. That's a big like... <laughs> They're numbered and stuff, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll be looking at yeah. that board the whole yeah. time. No one I'm can only leave. joking. I trust you. Yeah, yeah. No. I'd love to. Please, we'll talk about that yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so, um, oh my gosh, I had a question. This is it, mum, mum brain. Yeah. Oh my goodness, mum brain lose, is so real. You lose so much of your IQ. Yeah, when you've had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, any this is this is what I wanted to ask you about business. Like, I yeah. have when at younger had so many business ideas. Like I almost forced them because I've always wanted to have my own business. But I know it's just not as easy as that. And I realise it has to just flow and come yeah. natural. And the one thing that I didn't force was my makeup. And then that's the thing that yeah that um just grew naturally and then it's yeah. just led to what I do now which is not really that makeup at all it's just a little small part of it but anyway enough about me um people that are listening that are scared to start a business like what's your message to them oh my goodness yeah. I always think do it because 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, sometimes you need that little push to do it. And my push was that restaurant closing and me thinking, okay, do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, but I think in, you, you're just never gonna regret it. You're gonna meet some amazing people along the way. Yes, it's gonna be all consuming and really test you. So just make sure that you really love what you're doing. Mm. Make sure you're really passionate about it. But no one ever is gonna kind of think that you're silly for trying. Or you know, you're gonna have so much support around you, whether it works or even if it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, some of my sites work really well. Some of them don't mm. you've just got to be a bit kind of level-headed about it mm. you know some of our events go you know really swimmingly and sometimes you know we do you know we do have kind of hiccups so like mm. nothing's cool. going to be totally smooth but if you're passionate about it and really believe in what you're doing then you're going to be able to kind of apply your all to it and really give it some energy but you definitely won't regret doing it at all and and as cheesy as it sounds those little hiccups and stuff you do learn from them oh my don't God, 100%. you 100 exactly i was interviewed the other day and they were like oh have you experienced any uh, yeah or what's been the hardest thing to overcome I literally was like there's daily struggles they vary on you know the struggle varies on what it is but like you learn so much and you make so many mistakes but as long as you can learn from the mistakes then you're always going to grow and be learning yeah but, and, it, and it's okay if you do have that business idea and it doesn't work 100% yeah like that because rest- I think that's big, people's yeah. biggest fear is failure oh like oh my god what if I you know sacrifice yeah. everything so what well done for doing it like yeah. bloody hell well done for doing it you put yourself out of your comfort zone you've tried it and if it doesn't work it doesn't work like that restaurant that I opened that didn't work that was some serious restaurateurs behind it they've had Mm. big successes Mm. in the restaurant world and this one just didn't work all because of picked the wrong side all because of the paper yeah and you're just like, God, thank well, God, that wasn't there was my no money. footfall, basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So people just didn't See. walk around the barrier to come into it. Oh. Well, they had for the first three months. And then the next three months, that was it. It was, it was a goner. So, so many people make mistakes. But, it, you know, I think as long as you can kind of um, enjoy it and embrace it, you'll meet some amazing people and you'll be so proud of yourself. And I'm sure if you're really determined, it'll be a success. Mm, amazing. Yeah. It's true. You just you need you need that confidence. Yeah, you do, totally. You do need that confidence and self belief, but also kind of a bit of a fuck it attitude. Let's do it. Oh my god, yeah. What's there to lose? As long mm. as you're not like remortgaging your house. No, or no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am like quite honest when people are like, "Shall I?" Re-? I'm just you know you no, you've yeah. almost just got to be prepared to kind of and yeah. graft. I think graft. Like, yeah, you've got nothing you've comes got easy. to be a grafter if you're going to have your own business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the thing. It is. It, it definitely is hard work. Like I said at the start, like the idea is so loving, glamorous, yeah. and then as you get older, you realise, and you when you start learning about the different roles in a business and what what it takes to run a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I, yeah, I used to dream of when I was kicking in my kitchen of having like big walk-in fridges and you know big delivery vans, mm. and, and you think, gosh, business would be so easy at that point. And now you know I'm in this really fortunate position where my business has grown to that size, mm. and we have got big fridges and big vans. But that you know. Only means the challenges more stress. Yeah, yeah. The challenges are just different challenges. Yeah, they you know it's it's no less stressful. Your your role just changes being at the helm of all of that. And now you're a mum. Yeah, you know, are you maternity leave? Are you taking maternity leave? Are you half taking it? Like, what, yes. what are your plans? So take. I'm off till April, which is really exciting. So off for kind of four months, which is great. Um, it's great, but it's not a lot. <laughs> I know and um, I was meant to, um, little baby was really overdue so it's meant to be mid-December and then okay. suddenly like January I was like oh my god this baby when's this baby arriving like I'm now into January so April will come around pretty quickly um, so it might take a little bit longer but I think going back part-time go back- yeah part-time yeah. yeah I think so and just keeping a balance I think yeah. I want to stay like mentally healthy I don't want to no I want to kind of know that the business is good and that I'm also giving Roxy enough time yeah. like I think it'll take me a while to get that balance are I won't you- get it right straight away are you going to be one of those 
those modern mums bring her in? Some of the no, no, I don't think so. I, yeah, we were literally just having this conversation outside, George. Um, no, I don't think so. I think when I'm at work, I need to kind of it's separate. Yeah, I want to be at work, and then I want to get home and be. I yeah, don't want I, to do I, either of them half I, well. I yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and if she's a regular. Yeah, you know, at four months, I wouldn't have been able to take Macy into a meeting. Yeah, that's the thing, and you want to be able to kind of just give it, you know, give your full attention to work. Yeah. So dipping in and out, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, but a definitely a bit of a challenge in work. And by then, out. and by then, by four months, you 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 kind of start really having the swing of it. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, you will. You'll yeah. you'll kind of um, feel more like in control of it all yeah because right now it's like you don't know what they want you don't know yes you yeah, don't yeah. know them yeah so it's that's mental. why like it's it feels crazy and you're just yeah. guessing all the time yeah literally and but by four months uh, she'll have a certain cry for this and a certain cry for that and you'll know it and yes um it'll be fine yeah figure it out oh, and anyway someone else will be looking after yeah. while you're hopefully at the moment it's just like milk everywhere <laughs> nappies everywhere yeah, it is yeah. a mayhem but yeah leaving the house at the moment is an achievement what size was she because she's dinky oh she was like eight eight. Oh, really yeah she's quite a chunker oh she um, looks so cute yeah i know like i think she's really tiny yeah but, um yeah no i think and yeah. how are you feeling yeah good yeah good it's definitely like a shock to the system another challenge another challenge you seem really yeah positive and glowing and yeah i think it's really exciting the lack of sleep's definitely yeah. the thing that hits you the most isn't yeah. it those kind of end like kind of sleepless nights but mm. she does she is quite a sleeper i think we've kind of been quite lucky with that so yeah but then every day is so different isn't it yeah and and it, it, it could change or it might get better like yeah might stay the same. only a couple of days ago was i like oh do you know what i think and then she was a devil child all night yeah. <laughs> i was just like oh I know. Fuck. you think you're having a good yeah. day and then all of a yeah. sudden yeah that's yeah. like everyone says to me oh now macy's on solid she's gonna be really full and she'll sleep through the night and then yeah. all of a sudden she's up like 10 times yeah yeah but she's yeah. not a good sleeper you might you might yeah hopefully so unpredictable hopefully you do um okay amazing at the end of each um episode i asked the guests to give three bits of advice you might have given your younger self looking back at your journey or if there's any advice you'd like to share with um, the listeners that might help them with their own journeys oh my goodness what advice would i give to my younger self um oh i think just enjoy enjoy it all like be really confident i think um I definitely had some points in my 20s where I kind of anxiety got the better of me and like um, I kind of yeah didn't really have a work-life balance and I think just kind of stopping standing back having a look at it all and just kind of enjoying it and Mm. enjoying what you've achieved I think is really important Um, so kind of embracing the journey you're not going to get it right but just enjoy it do you feel like you didn't realize what how much you achieved you had achieved because sometimes you do have to stop and think 100% don't you yeah yeah Yeah, and actually sometimes I'm like oh god I haven't achieved enough I haven't I want to do that I want to do this and then I I need to stop and think actually you've done this and this so far like just you know relax, yeah chill. exactly and just kind of I suppose living in the moment is mm. really important I suppose I'm still trying to teach myself that kind of you know it's not all about what's next but actually just embracing the moment mm. so yeah I, yeah I think kind of slow down enjoy it um and yeah embrace it yeah life sh- should be fun good for sure love it thank you oh, so wait, much Connie thank you so much thanks for coming thank you Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We know times are very difficult right now. And if you want any more information about coronavirus, go to nhs.uk slash coronavirus. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.